Ah, hey, Islanders, you're listening to Breakfast on the Bridge, the featured morning show of KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, bringing you a smoldering serving of local sports, news, and talk on the island. Grab a plate, grab your cutlery, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. I'm Annabelle, and I'm, I'm here oh, with... Oh, I'm Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> it is Tuesday. December 13th, Ellie. Oh my gosh. What else is that day? Oh, it's so funny you say that, Annabelle. It's actually Taylor Swift's birthday. For I'm all so of you shocked. who don't know. You guys, we decided to host today because <laughs> it's Taylor Swift's birthday. Yeah, that actually was our key um, factor in deciding yeah. to host today because we knew we wanted to host together, but then we were like, oh, this day is Taylor Swift's birthday. We might as well do it now. Exactly. And you hosted last week too, so you're going. Two weeks I did. in a row. I did low key. It was kind of fun. <laughs> like, I usually, I usually produce when I can, and so, um, host. It was my first time hosting last week, and uh-huh. it was really scary, but it was fun. It's exciting. I just, I, I don't know. Well, eloquent well, as always. Eloquent. <laughs> what does that mean? Like you articulate your ideas well. Oh, so. Yeah, very so sarcasm. Very awkward. What are you talking about, Animal? What? What? Okay. I'm saying I'm not being eloquent, but I'm being sarcastic about uh, it. Yeah. You didn't catch up on that? I didn't really know what was happening right then. Okay. We've got a great show today, though, and we do have a lot of Taylor Swift content all throughout the show, of course, because it's us. Yeah. So what else would we be doing? I don't know. We, literally, like every time even we're ever, together, we just listen to Taylor Swift. No, seriously. Whenever we're in the car together, we listen to Taylor Swift. Whenever we're not talking about radio, we're talking about Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. And that yeah. honestly, is, I think, is a perfect way to live. Like the week before tickets were being released, oh every single day we saw each other in the hallway, we were like, oh my God, are you ready? Um, It was so scary. But it was it was fun because like... Oh, you like this is Annabelle's like the first person I found on Mercer Island that's like really loves Taylor Swift as much as like me and my family do. Everyone has kind of been like fans or like likes her music, but not really into her or whatever. But Annabelle's yeah. like full on Swifty, and that's so fun for me because I could talk to someone about it. Exactly. Um, I've been converting my parents as you should into Swifties. I have a playlist for my dad, and my mom uses it too called Educating Dad About Taylor Swift. <laughs> And it it really doesn't even touch the surface. I was in the car with my mom the other day, mm-hmm. and I was like playing my Taylor Swift playlist, which is like basically everything. And she was like, "I don't know any of these songs." I was like, "Yeah, because she has like three million songs. Like, <laughs> she does have a lot of songs." We were talking about that the other day. We we're like, "We should like rank them for the morning show or something." And we're like, "No, we can't do that's that. That's way too hard. There's too many songs, and there are too many good songs. Yeah, it's insane. I sh- that that is like an impossible task." Yeah. I don't know if I could ever do it. It's hard. And also, you can't even rank albums. Like, my no. favorite album, it changes, like, with a season, with a day. Yeah. That's like, actually so true, changing with the seasons. Evermore right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's winter. It's got to be Evermore. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. Like, Folklore's Fall, Autumn. Yeah, so it was Red. Yeah. Okay. Like, a lot of people thought that we were going to get Speak Now, Taylor's Vision, like, today. Because, okay, basically, for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift loves the number 13 because she was born on the 13th. Yes. And all that kind of stuff. And, you know, 13 is usually like an unlucky number, but But, for her, it's like a special number. Mm -hmm. And so we thought that we were going to get Speak Now Taylor's version for many reasons, including that she's (laughs) turning 33. And I don't know, people, every single day, I feel like there's a new theory about when the next album is going to come out. It's like... It's actually crazy. Like, you just go online and there's like, oh my god, it's coming either tonight at midnight or a week from now at midnight. Set your clocks. It's going to happen. Yeah. And like, it never does. up to midnight long enough for this album. Like, yeah. let me sleep. Let me sleep. I'll just be surprised in the morning. The good thing is, though, for us, it's 9 p.m. True. Because she does that on East Coast time, so it's like... That actually is really late, nice. Because, you know? <laughs> yeah, and we also get the albums, like... The day before, because what? it well, so no, because <laughs> oh, so if she's like, like on Thursday instead of Friday, yeah, so like yeah. if she releases an album 
at tomorrow on the 14th at, at midnight then we get it at the 13th at 9 p.m. because it releases True. in U- in the U.S. at the same time. And since we have different time zones, we get to hear it earlier. True. Theoretically earlier, but not really earlier. Yeah, earlier in the day at least. Yeah. I remember when Midnight's came out, I stayed up to listen to it. I didn't listen to the 3 a.m. version until the morning, but we had a leadership meeting at 7 a.m. the next day. And I was like, I got to do it. Like, it's yeah, I got it. Yeah, I mean, you might as well, right? Like, it's so yeah. fun hearing the album, like, the day it comes out. Yeah, it was insane. And then I made my mom listen to it. Mm-hmm. My dad was not at home, but he listened to it, and then he told me what he thought about it. I was like, Good. Yes. Good that he listened to it without, without like, you, like, being there to, like, force him to do it. I feel like my dad wouldn't do that. No, my dad, if he's listening, I'm going to expose him. <laughs> His favorite song by Taylor Swift is All Too Well, The Time Version. As he should. That's an amazing song. And he will belt that thing like in the car. <gasps> Good. So 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 funny. That is funny. That's I love that. I love that so much. Does your mom have a sa- favorite song? Um, I so my mom she actually did love Taylor Swift. Like she had mm-hmm. read the original version like when it came out. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know what her favorite song would be. But she's loved Taylor Swift longer than I have, but then she didn't, like, recently until I yeah. started making her. like, she, like, rediscovered it, if you will. Yeah. My dad also loves 1989. That is a good album. I feel like a lot of dads like 1989. And it's kind of funny, because that's I feel like that's her most poppy album, mm-hmm. and I feel like dads don't like pop music. Yeah. But they love, like, 1989 has a chokehold on them, like... That's true. It's, like, so good when, um... When she came into Seattle on tour for 1989, I went with my cousins and my mom and my sister, and when we were, like, getting ready beforehand, we were at my cousin's house, and my uncle was like, if she sings style, you have to record it, like, record it, the whole song, that is the one song I need to hear, and I was like, okay, like, I see a little fanboy, like, that was, like, so, like, mind-blowing to me, but, like, my uncle liked Taylor Swift enough to, like, want to hear a recording. Because I feel like sometimes they, like, indulge in your conversations just to be polite. But he really was like, I want to hear this. Yeah. No, we had my grandma's 80th birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the 22nd. We went that weekend. The, yeah. Like, after it had been released, Midnight's. And everyone that saw me was like, Annabelle, what'd you think of the album? <laughs> like, I don't even, I haven't seen these people in years. And, like, they just I, know. my parents definitely told them. that like, just ask her about Taylor Swift and you'll be fine. Yeah. It's like, okay. I don't know. Speaking of 1989, Taylor Swift has been in a lawsuit about the song Shake It Off for a while. There's been multiple different time. lawsuits, but this one's been going on for a couple of years, I think. Yeah. Um, and basically, the band 3LW has a song, Play Is Gonna Play, yeah. and... In the song "Shake It Off," which we'll be playing for you in a moment here, um, so you she says, "Play is gonna play, 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 play. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate." And so mm-hmm. basically, they were suing her because they thought that she copied them or whatever. Like heard the song and copied the lyrics. Yeah, and then like other cases similar to this have been dismissed because it's like a common phrase. Like yeah, everyone knows that phrase. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. It's really exciting that it's been dropped, and yeah. that also means that maybe we can get 1989 Taylor's version soon. Fingers crossed. My dad will be so excited. <laughs> that would be so good. I'm so excited for all the other Taylor's versions to come out, I know. because I'm so excited for the From, from the Vault tracks. Yeah. Speak Now Vault. That, that goes crazy. Okay. Oh, without further ado, you guys, here is Shake It Off by the birthday girl herself, Taylor Swift. by the one and only birthday girl, Taylor Swift. I'm Sophia with your Breakfast on the Bridge sports update. Buckle up because these past few days have been full of games, both exciting and disappointing. Starting off in the football world, last night's Monday Night Football wrapped up with a 27-13 win for the New England Patriots over the Arizona Cardinals after scoring 14 unanswered points. 
On the other side of the scoreboard, the Seahawks were defeated at home by the Carolina Panthers 30-24 to this Sunday. Now we're going to cross the bridge over to Seattle Center. The Seattle Kraken are playing tonight in Tampa Bay versus the Lightning. The Lightning are third place in the Atlantic Division, while the Kraken are second in the Pacific Division. Overall, this is going to be a tough matchup between the two. Now let's head home to Mercer Island High, where the MI Boys basketball team is coming off a dominant win versus Interlake. They demolished the Interlake Saints about an 82-30 win, and now are on a two-game winning streak, and both games have been won by 40 or more points, and both games were won with the Mercer Island Band in attendance. Girls Varsity will be playing Interlake tomorrow at 7.15 p.m., so if you can't make it in person, support your Islanders by tuning in to 88 on the Bridge for live sports. On that note, I'll be passing over to Jenna Martin for her captain's interview with Mercer Island Gymnastics captain and senior Sarah Kahn. Jenna? What's up, 89 The Bridge? I'm Jenna Martin doing this week's captain interview, and today I'm interviewing one of the gymnastics captains, Sarah. How are you today, Sarah? I'm good. Have you been doing gymnastics for a long time? Yes, I have, since I was like seven. So you've done high school gymnastics all four of your years? Yeah, all four years. I took a few breaks in middle school, like I didn't really do gymnastics. Then I started again for high school. Is high school very different from club gymnastics? It's it's, it's pretty different. It's more chill, more fun. That's fun. It. Do you have a favorite event that you do? I would say... Probably floor. I really like beam. It's like a love-hate relationship with beam, but sometimes I love it, sometimes I hate it. That makes sense. Gymnastics takes a toll on your body, yes, for sure. Yes, My muscles are, like, dying, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> As you get older, too, it's, like, a lot of impact on your muscles. Especially with, like, cheer, too. Yeah, crazy. So it's kind of nice that the meet got canceled because there's an assembly this week. and Yeah. That would have been crazy. Since you are a captain, have you wanted to become a captain since freshman year? Is this, like, a new want? I don't think I was thinking about it freshman year. And then there was... COVID. So I ran junior year for captain last. So last year, and I obviously I knew then that I wanted to be a captain. But I would say freshman year, I didn't know that I wanted to be a captain yet. Were you two year captain or just a one year captain? Two year captain. So you were a two year cheer captain and a two year? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sarah, that's impressive. This was a long time ago since it was junior year, but were you excited when you became a captain or were you nervous or how did you feel about it? I think I was definitely excited and just, it's like an accomplishment, you know, being chosen by your coaches and teammates to be captain. So I was definitely proud of that. That's good. Especially because they both chose you. What <laughs> motivates you to be a great leader? Is it your teammates? Is it your coaches? Is it a motivation of both of them? Probably both of them because I want to be a good role model for my teammates and, like, be friends with them. And then I also want to, you know, make my coaches proud and, like, be a good leader and help them out. That's good. Do you guys have a pre-meet ritual that you guys do? Well, we always do tracksuit Thursdays. Oh, my gosh. The days of the meets. Looking forward to that. Sometimes we'll, like, hot seat people on the bus. I would be scared if I was a freshman. It, it's a new thing. It's a new oh, thing. Good. Right like, we, we, my freshman year, we didn't really do it, but we started doing it last year, and we want to continue it for some bonding. I think we want to, like, play music as a whole bus, too, because before we would all just, like, kind of be in our own yeah. state, and I think it's good to come together as a team. Speaking of music, do you guys have, speaking of music, do you have a favorite song that you listen to on your way to the bus before you guys leave? I don't think so. Not yet. Maybe we'll develop a favorite team song this year, but not at the moment. Do you personally have one, though? No, not really. When is your guys' first home meet? First home meet, January 11th, which is also our senior night. Make sure to come support Girls Gymnastics for their first home meet on January 11th in the gym. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Sarah. Thanks for having me. And as always, continue to listen to 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you, Jenna and Sarah, and good luck with the rest of your gymnastics season and your senior night. Now, winter break is coming up pretty soon. It's just around the corner, and people are traveling all over the world for the holidays. There's a special international event that has been happening almost nonstop for the past two weeks, the World Cup. With only four teams left out of the 32 that started here, some of the greatest countries in the world have been knocked out and the underdogs have been rising to the top. Countries known for being the favorites of this tournament, such as Brazil, Germany, England, and Portugal, went home prior to the semifinals. 
only France, Argentina, and Croatia, and the dark horses of this tournament, Morocco, remain. Today, we will find out whether Argentina or Croatia move on to the finals at 11 a.m., and tomorrow at 11, France and Morocco will play for the, that final spot. That is your Breakfast on the Bridge World Cup recap and sports update. Back to you, Annabelle and Ellie. Thank you so much, Sophia. I'm really excited to see how those soccer games turn out. I don't I know. know if you've been watching, but do you have a team you're rooting for? Um, so, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I've watched a couple games, but I don't feel like I've watched enough games to be, like, really into it and, like, be like, oh my gosh, this team needs to win. But, like, I watched a couple of the U.S. games. I watched one of the other games. I forget which countries we're playing, but... I don't know. I feel like I'm not like in it enough to be like, this yeah. is my team. Yeah, I get that. I have been watching a lot of the games. I really don't watch soccer at all, but it's entertaining. It's fun, yeah. you know. And I feel like France, it would be really awesome for them to go back to back because they won four years ago. Ooh, yeah, um, that'd be cool. And I know Alexandre, she's in my math class, and like they're always playing oh, when I'm yeah. in math, and she gets so excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I would also really like Argentina to win because Messi's never won a World Cup, and yeah, like I think that's just insane that he's never won one. Like, yeah, like he's, he's the greatest, like ever. <laughs> I, I know like. he has like so many, like he's so like he has everything else, but well that. known. That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll root for those teams too. You've convinced me. Okay, so France and Argentina. <laughs> yeah, I feel sure. like, I mean, if Argentina wins and France wins, then that could be our final, so I don't know who I'd root for then. Oh, yeah. Mm, What's also kind of interesting is that um, Messi and then Mbappe, who's one of the best players on the French team, mm-hmm. they're actually on the same team in their club season, and oh, so really? that would be interesting to see them play against each other, too. Well, yeah, because they like know each other's tactics. I'm yeah. Like, I know what you're going to do. Exactly. But that would be really interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. I'll, you're making me want to keep track of it now. <laughs> you guys, when I keep looking over here, Ellie's on her phone doing the um, this Taylor Swift contest to get tickets yeah. on this radio station. Mm-hmm. Can you explain this for us? Okay, so there's a radio station in Seattle that where, like, okay, I need to think about how to explain this. But, like, basically, you download their app. And then you can, like, within their app, you can, like, see what songs are playing. And if a Taylor Swift song is playing, there's a button that shows up, and you have to press the button. And then you're entered into the contest to win Taylor Swift tickets to one of her Seattle shows. And so my mom, my sister, and I have been, like, obsessively checking. Like, my mom has listened, my mom listened to the radio station all day so she could hear if a Taylor Swift song was coming on. And, like, we have a group chat of the three of us. And I kid you not, the past, like, five days, all we have said is Taylor, just so we, like, let each other know that she's playing. Right now, I think I have 70 entries, but... Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, but there's, like, 12,000 total right now, so, like, low-key, I'm scared, but I hope I win, because... crazy. Because I... Something... Like, whenever radio stations give away tickets, I'm always so curious to see, like, where they seat you. Yeah. And so, like, I really want to know where the tickets are. I feel like they're probably good tickets. I feel like they're good tickets, too. But, like, they could be, like, really What if bad. you end up in, like, <laughs> Taylor's, like, friends and family section? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that tickets go out to, like, um, some credit card companies and, like, yeah. radio stations, other businesses like that, mm-hmm. um, before even they're put on sale, I think, so. Yeah, that... Mm. I'm scared. I hope I win. But it ends today at midnight, or tomorrow at midnight, I guess. And so, I don't know. I don't know how to know if I win either. Yeah. Well, they'll probably just... Well, they'll call me or email me, but, like, I'm so scared I'm going to be in class, and, like, I won't be able to answer them, and then they'll give it to someone else. (laughs) Well, you guys, speaking of music, it's time to throw it over to me with the question (laughs) of the week. Here we go. Hello, I'm Annabelle Hegarty, and this is a series where I go around and ask random people random questions. Spotify Wrapped recently came out, so I wanted to ask the age-old question, Spotify or Apple Music? Let's hear some answers. Spotify. Um, obviously Spotify. Anyone who uses Apple Music is a loser. Spotify, all the way. Spotify, all the way. Spotify. Spotify. Spotify, 100%. Spotify. 
Spotify. Spotify. Spotify. Spotify all the way. Spotify, duh. Spotify. Spotify. I would say Spotify 100%. I think Apple Music, everything they do is trying to copy Spotify. Now that I think about it, actually. But what do you use? Oh, I use Spotify. But I was thinking about it because Alexas connect to Apple Music. Like, you can get free music on your Alexa if you have Apple Music. Most people have Spotify. So that would be my first thing, Spotify. Apple Music, because that's what I have. <laughs> Apple Music. Apple Music, for sure. Amazon Music. I use YouTube music. After hearing their platform preferences, I also wanted to ask people who their number one artist was this year. No comment? Coldplay. The Beatles. I believe it was BTS. My top artist would probably be Kendrick Lamar. My top artist would be, let's say Queen. Zach Bryan. I only use it for podcasts anyway. Jack Harlow for some reason? But I don't even listen to Jack Harlow. I don't know why he's my number one. Um, I think it was Stray Kids. It was Harry Styles, of course, my bae. Oh, see, I actually, I share an account with my sister, so it, like, warps it. So it's her first, because she listens to more music. It's this random country singer. I don't support it. Little Peep. The Weeknd, with Nestor at four. Oh, it's probably Umi. My top artist was Lana Del Rey this year. So my number one artist was Taylor Swift. Like Lana Del Rey was in there and so was Lord. And I think that is like a pretty solid combo. Taylor Swift. Okay, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. For those wondering, the final count was 16 Spotify users, three Apple Music lovers, and two who use neither. Personally, I'm a firm believer in Spotify, and my number one artist was, unsurprisingly, Taylor Swift. Thank you so much for tuning in, and happy holidays from 88.9 The Bridge. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor I put all Taylor of the Swift. Taylor Swifts at the end to show you that, guys that she's just superior. Seriously. Nobody else, like, I think only, I don't think any other artist had a repeat of being top artist except for her in that small sample size of 22 people. So, I agree. You know, she slays. She slays. She slays. She, she's a queen. She's a queen. Literally. Um. So I am a firm believer of Apple Music, but, like, awkward. Are, like, is nice. our friendship over now? Like, what's going to happen it's to fine. us? fine. I'll forgive you for this one. But, yeah, like, only three people that I asked use Apple Music. I, okay, th- I find that actually really surprising, though. I feel like more people use it, but... I agree. Maybe people are scared because the Spotify users are really mean about using Apple Music. You know what I heard <laughs> My sister the bullies That's me. That's actually, like, a good argument, though, is that, like, people make fun of people for having Androids, right? But yeah. then basically Spotify is the Android of music apps because it totally is. Because Apple Music is Apple. So like I don't know. Yeah, but also Apple Music has lyrics and yeah, 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 I know Spotify, Spotify just got does lyrics. Have lyrics. Okay, but for many, many years it didn't. And yeah. also it the Spotify's lyrics don't like change when yes, the does. lyric changes. No, it's like a paragraph. It's not like no, by it's lines. Like, it's like one sentence. It's like, like okay, if you're what songs Netflix, are you like, listening to? Because okay. I've listened to songs and it's like it's a paragraph that highlights. No, like, and then it's, it's a new paragraph. So we're, we're at Cruel Summer. I'm listening to Cruel Summer here, and it goes, "Devils roll the dice, angels roll their eyes." Is the only part well, that is yeah, highlighted. But, but everything else behind it is highlighted, and I don't like that. But Apple then, Music also blurs the lyrics that aren't like being okay, said but, right you now. Know, on Spotify, like, I don't know if you can do this on Apple actually, but you can go press a lyric and it will take you to that lyric. In the song. Okay, it, the Apple Music does that but it's as well. Fun. I, like, I, no, it's totally fun. But I'm just saying, okay, Apple guys, Music does have good features. We're getting heated over here. Don't, don't. I, I actually don't really care what anyone uses. I love oh, Spotify. Like, I, um, sp- but okay, what's kind of annoying? Like Spotify Premium. I do have that, but if you don't have that, then like Spotify is so annoying. But seriously. if you have Premium, then it's like perfect because everything's easy. And I hate the queue on Apple Music. What do you mean queue? Like the queue, like the oh, when you oh, add songs oh. to your queue. Like Why? Spot, I don't know, but anyways, guys. Okay, we're whatever. gonna go. This is a conversation we need to have <laughs> for another time. To Elise McDonald with Club of the Week. Hello, I'm Elise McDonald back here with Club of the Week, where each week we shed a new light on a club here at MIHS. Let's get into it. I am here with Quinn Hava, one of the three presidents of Ski Club here at MIHS. So, Quinn. What is Ski Club exactly? Well, Ski Club is uh, a way for the uh, ski enthusiast kids at Mercerstown High School to 
sort of get together and form a social group. Um, you know, typically there's uh, a ski bus that runs every year that takes kids up to Crystal every Saturday. And this year they're not doing it. So Ski Club is, is filling that gap by getting uh, everyone who likes skiing together to, um, you know, go ski together, do some ski-related stuff, and, and just uh, make some new bros. Wow, I didn't know that, like, Ski Bus wasn't happening this year. Do you know why? Uh, the lead organizer uh, who, who, who does it every year. Um, Bailed? Yeah, basically, like their kids sort of grew out of the program. They're not on MI anymore, and so um, they didn't they didn't really have the uh, wherewithal to do it. All right. So obviously, other than on the mountain, do you guys have any other meeting times? Well, we meet Thursdays uh, right after school at three. Um, we have three different advisors actually. So like, it's kind of funny. We got three presidents, three different advisors. That just really goes to show how big Ski Club is going to be. It's going to be one of the biggest things MI has ever seen. So um, uh, last week, our, our very first meeting, we met in room 202, which is Mr. Peter's room. There'll probably be a consistent place where we meet right after school on Thursdays. But our two other advisors, Mr. Harnish and Mr. Cook, will also uh, be uh, hosting meetings in their respective rooms. Awesome. Okay, and I actually have joined because I saw it being advertised on Instagram, but how can another person join this club? Well, you can look us up on Instagram, MIHS Skiers, and we have a, uh, a link in our bio, uh, Google Form. You can sign up um, and you can join our mailing list and we'll uh, send you all the, all the great information. Wow, awesome. And then as a more fun question for um, the president, Quinn, what is your favorite run to do, like, anywhere? Um, well, my favorite run probably that I've ever done is, uh, it's been a while since I've been on this run, but um, at a mountain called North Star. It's in uh, Lake Tahoe, California. Um, you know, lots of lots of great sunny days, uh, you know, because you're in California, and there's this run on North Star called Gold Bar. And uh, this run is a long, sweeping uh, black. It's... It's like a groomed black, though, you know, so you can go fast down it. And it's right mm -hmm. at the top of the mountain, and it, it overlooks the entire valley oh, wow. and, like, the town down below. And it's a, it's a great view. And, uh, you know, you hit that about, you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. When you, you know, it's cold and the sky's just right. It's, oh, now that's a good run right there. <laughs> For a speed demon who loves a nice view. Well, thank you so much for coming on this week, Quinn. Of course. Thanks for having me, Elise. Make sure to go check out Ski Club, guys. And to you, too. Thanks for listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I have to agree with Quinn. North Star is a beautiful mountain. Um, Tahoe, that area, those ski resorts, it's where I learned to ski. Um, my so family fun. and I, we went to Heavenly, which is right near there. But the cool thing about those resorts is that a few of them, I think Heavenly is one of them, they actually have a run that takes you into Nevada from California. Oh, really? Which is, it's a hard run. And we, we would always like be like, we're going to lunch in Nevada, but we're skiing in California. Like, it was That's funny. Really funny. That's weird. See, I learned <laughs> to ski in Snoqualmie, so not yes. as cool as your answer, but... Okay, but, like, I had lived in California, so okay, I true. wouldn't come to Snoqualmie. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, like, okay, you know what? It's, okay, saying you learned to ski in, like, Tahoe is a better answer than saying you learned to ski in Snoqualmie. I love True. Snoqualmie, though. Diehard Snoqualmie fan, but... This is nice. Yeah, no. Tahoe is beautiful, and all of them have, all the resorts have, like, a beautiful view of the lake as well. Yeah. But without further ado, let's turn it over to Miss Sophie Prock with the news. Good morning, 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Sophie Prock, and I'm here with today's news you can use. Speaking of ski club, today is Winter Sports Spirit Day at Mercer Island High School. I also love to ski at Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe is one of my favorite places. So thanks, Quinn, for sharing that. As the winter storms have begun, blizzard warnings have made their way into the news. Parts of Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Nebraska, and South Dakota are expecting a great amount of snow in the coming weeks. Snowfall through Wednesday could be from 10 to 18 inches. Meanwhile, in the south, tornadoes are expected to hit parts of Texas and Oklahoma. There is an alert for an enhanced risk of, risk of severe weather in eastern Texas and the lower Mississippi Valley. Now, here's STEM news you can use for this week. Hi, I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. 
After traveling 1.4 million miles on a mission lasting 25 days, NASA's Orion space capsule successfully splashed down in the Pacific Ocean west of Mexico's Baja Peninsula. The module, which is expected to hold astronauts in the future, faced significant tests on its journey back to Earth. On its way down, Orion performed a unique skip entry, the first for a human spacecraft. Like skipping a rock across a pond, the capsule skimmed through the upper atmosphere, losing some of its speed and energy, but getting a kick from the air before re-entering for a second time and successfully landing in the ocean. PFAs, known as forever chemicals, have contaminated the drinking water in some areas of Pierce County, Washington. Lakewood is one of more than a dozen water systems contaminated due to pollution from a nearby Army training center. The firefighting foam chemicals it has released may disrupt the human immune system, interfere with hormones, increase the risk of cancers, and harm the reproductive system, according to studies cited by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Some residents of these areas now rely on bottled water and avoid bathing in their own homes as they wait for a long-term solution from the Army. What was most searched on Google in 2022? Google has released its annual year in search report outlining its top searches of 2022 around the world. This reveals that the game Wordle was the number one most searched term in 2022. The second most searched term was India versus England due to the two countries facing off at the Cricket World Cup. The third most searched term was Ukraine, also on last year's list. Queen Elizabeth's passing was the second most trending news topic. Johnny Depp was the most searched person globally, and Will Smith was the second most searched person this year. I'm Sophia, and this is STEM News You Can Use. Sophia's always got us covered with the best STEM news. Thank you, Sophia, for keeping us updated. This Tuesday, President Biden will sign into law a bipartisan bill that will codify same-sex marriages. After years of discrimination in the fight for LGBTQ rights, this law is finally being passed in 2022. Shockingly, only 42% of Americans said they were in support of same-sex marriage in 2004. Now, in 2022, the number has increased to only 68%, though still less than three-quarters of Americans, according to Gallup. Biden added, while we are one step closer on our long journey to build a more perfect union, we must never stop fighting for full equality for LGBTQ Americans and all Americans. Now, here's a feature from Miles on Stanley Ann Dunham, a new portrait at our high school. Here at Mercer Island High School, a new painting has injected a little more life into our halls. By the main entrance now hangs a portrait of Stanley Ann Dunham, a 1960 graduate of Mercer Island High School, a renowned economic anthropologist, and the mother of former President Barack Obama. On what would have been Stanley Ann Dunham's 80th birthday, the high school held a portrait dedication ceremony to honor her life and legacy. Stanley Ann Dunham, born November 29, 1942, is, as we know, the late mother of the first black president of the United States. And while we here at MIHS recognize her as an esteemed alumni, others may recognize her sacrifices and contributions as a mother and an activist. Dunham traveled the world after graduating from MIHS and later the University of Hawaii, dedicating herself to rural development projects in Africa and Asia. In Indonesia, Stanley pioneered a microfinance system that gave those in poverty the ability to take small loans for the purpose of starting businesses. Her model helped many people to escape poverty, and it remains the standard in Indonesia to this day. She also sacrificed time with her son to make such a difference. While he joined her travels initially, moving to Indonesia with her family, uh, Dunham soon sent Barack back to his grandparents' home in Hawaii, where he'd remain for the rest of his childhood. Dunham wanted to ensure that he'd get the education that she was granted in the States, and she made the difficult decision of separation in order to achieve that goal. Dunham would remain in touch and return to Hawaii to connect with her son throughout those years. And today, Obama has accredited many of his values and accomplishments to the lessons and sacrifices of his mother. The portrait of Stanley was painted by local Seattle artist Al Doggett. He describes his process for creating this work of art. When I got this uh, information, when I got this portrait, this assignment, the first thing I had to do is actually find out who she was. I did not know Miss Dunham. I did not know her life. So as, a, as an artist, as someone I'm going to create her life, 
a feeling of who she is, rather than doing a portrait of just a shot, a single shot of a person, when I started getting information about her, I found out about what she was about, her life, her whole history. I said, how do I put this in a, in a portrait? How do I tie this together? It was important for me to capture not just one, sh one side of her, but I wanted to capture the essence of who she was. The final product is a portrait of Stanley herself, her two children, the different places she's lived, and of course, Mercer Island High School, where her legacy will forever live on in the minds and hearts of anyone who passes by. I'm Miles Avales, reporting for 88.9 The Bridge. Thank you, Miles. Mercer Island High School is so lucky to be able to honor Stanley Ann Denham and honor her legacy. Thank you for tuning in this morning, 88.9. I'm I'm Sophie Prock, reporting for Breakfast on the Bridge. Thank you so much, Sophie. We appreciate it, as always. And I also really loved those features, both from Sophia and Miles. They're yeah, amazing. They were, they were, like, I um, I wasn't able to watch the, um, like, portrait reveal. Yeah, me neither. But, it, like, it, but Miles did a great job of, like... Recapping it. Recapping it and, like... Um. Giving yeah. the important info. And I know that MIHS TV, if you go to MIHS.TV, they actually have a whole feature video on it, too. So if, you would, if you're interested, make sure to go check that out. For sure. All right. Well, Sophie Cartwright is taking us to the land of London Boy. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the travel destination of the week. Are you planning your next vacation or deciding the next place you want to visit? Perfect timing, because I'm Sophie, bringing you the travel destination of the week. While recent outrage breaks out over the decreasing number of iconic red telephone booths, London in the United Kingdom still remains one of the largest travel destinations in the world. Being the capital of England, London is a 21st century city that has kept its ancient history throughout its beautiful architecture and endless sightseeing. If you go to London, it's practically impossible to miss Buckingham Palace, which hosts the royal family. You may see the changing of the guards, which occurs multiple times every day. The royal family plays a large part in the culture of England. In many tourist shops, you may see royal family merchandise paired with trinkets of the unique gems found from the city, such as red telephone booths, double-decker buses, or the Big Ben. The best time to visit London is in the late spring and early summer months, where you'll find the warmest temperatures ranging around the 60s, as well as many city-held events, including concerts, parades, and more. While in England, you may enjoy a hearty meal similar to that of Irish cuisine. Some of the foods consist of fish and chips or a full English breakfast, which consists of eggs, sausage, toast, baked beans, bacon, tomatoes, mushrooms, and sometimes more. Stay tuned for more travel locations and keep listening to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, and welcome to You Didn't Know This. I'm Tolly, and this is a segment on KMIH that will give you your daily dose of fun facts. For today, did you know that during the Cold War, the Air Force developed a plane prototype that was so loud it gave people seizures? The XF-84H Thunder Screech was undoubtedly the loudest plane ever made. The plane was developed as a response to the fact that jet engines were slow to speed up, so while a jet could break the sound barrier, if it started to stall, there was little a pilot could do to save themselves. While a propeller-powered aircraft would solve this with a higher acceleration, a supersonic propeller would need to be designed. However, during tests, many problems were discovered. Even while idling, the edges of the propeller would be constantly traveling at Mach 1.18, causing a continuous roar of over 100 sonic booms a second. This was loud enough to make ground crews vomit from the shockwaves and gave a nearby engineer in a plane a seizure. The problems didn't end there. While the plane had great acceleration, it had problems with vibrations caused by the propeller, snaking in the air, hydraulic malfunctions, engine failures, and nose gear issues. It flew 12 times, and of that, 10 were forced rough landings. Obviously, it was scrapped. Till next time for a new fun fact, I hope you learned something new, and stay tuned to 88.9 The Bridge. Tully always pulls through with those fun facts. Seriously, I was just saying to Annabelle how much I love... Like, he's so educated, and he also, I love the little fancy music beneath it. Yeah. It makes me feel like we're in, like, a proper drama. Yeah. No. Um, during Seafair, Tolly was there, I think, almost every day. I don't know, but he was dedicated to that. He and was, like... he would just rattle off facts about 
all the different types of planes that were flying during the Blue Angels show and the other air shows. And we're all like, why do you know this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was the most random stuff, too. It yeah, was he, it was very interesting. He would, You would just be, like, standing next to him watching the same plane, and he'd be like, do you know that's a da 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 jet? And, like, like they no. were invented at this time, and they have this many engines. And I was like, oh, like, you're, like, that's, like, crazy to me how, like, he could just whip that information out of his brain. It's yeah. insane to me. Absolutely um, insane. But now I want to play one of my favorite Christmas songs. It actually is so amazing, and it's by our birthday oh girl, Taylor okay. Swift. I promise we did not want to play all Taylor. Okay, well, we did. But we had another song in here, but we talked a little bit too much. So all okay, of our songs today fine. are Taylor Swift songs. Well, But that's okay. Well, that, that's A-okay, Annabelle. That's A-okay. Anyways. Okay. Continue with your introduction. Um, no, I. This song is called "Christmas Tree Farm" by Taylor Swift. It's because she grew up on a tr- Christmas tree farm. So true. And I love it so much. And it's one of my favorite, like, newer Christmas songs. Yeah, because all the Christmas songs are like the same. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like a lot of the new Christmas years. songs are like re like re recordings of other yeah. songs. But this is this is an original. original Taylor, and it's so good. So here's "Christmas Tree Farm" by Taylor Swift. My winter nights are taken up by static stress and holiday shopping traffic. But I close my eyes and I'm somewhere else, just like magic. You guys better be happy those mics were off. We were in here singing, and there's Aaron outside. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. I hope he's playing some music for us out there, too, on his speaker. He totally is. Oh, he is. is. He's playing Party Starter, the Tweakas mix. I love Aaron. He always plays 8-bit music, and he... It's amazing. It's, like, incredible. He has a speaker he carries with him in the halls. It's amazing. Bye. He came back. He came back for a wave. I love Aaron. He's such a sweetheart. Um, but I also love the Taylor Swift song that we just heard. It's so good. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did because it's insanely good. It's a masterpiece. (laughs) It's so good. It makes me so happy to listen to. I also just spent that break trying to convince Ellie that it's okay for her to take one of my Taylor Swift tickets. (laughs) I know, but I feel bad because those are like (laughs) sacred. Like, that's like that's I, like I wouldn't offer it if right I didn't there. want you to come with me. I know, and I, t- I trust me, Annabelle. I one hundred percent will go, but I don't want to like accept the ticket and then your yeah. like best friend be like, Annabelle, can I go to Taylor Swift with you? And then you have to be like, I gave her like I don't want to ha- I don't want to make you like choose. <laughs> okay, but people. like you deserve it better because you're the biggest Swiftie, you know. Like I Please. I don't want to bring someone that's not a fan. Actually, know? that's so true. Don't waste tickets on people who aren't fans. Exactly. Give them to me. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Anyway, catch us at the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, like, oh um, I, Okay, people are coming in, and I'm seeing all these ski outfits. I totally forgot about that Sierra day. See, I did I mean, we did. We did wake up at 5 a.m., so. We did wake up really um, early, so you can't <laughs> judge us. But, uh, like, that's sad. But, like, also, I feel like that's kind of hard to do because everything's so bulky. Yeah. That, like... I would be so warm if I was in my, yeah like, ski jacket or even just my ski pants. And also, it would also these be things loud. are, like, they're so loud. And they're also expensive. Like, I don't want to get that... I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. Like, I don't, like... No, if I wear I was... my goggles and scratch them, yeah. I would be out no, of exactly. so much money. And um, yesterday, I guessed... I was a guest on the show, The Powder Room, with Anna uh-huh. and Jack, and they were talking about the Spirit Day, because yeah. The Powder Room, they talk about skiing a lot, mm-hmm. and um, Jack was like, yeah, I might wear my ski boots, and I was like, don't, Ooh. you're going to ruin them, you're going to, like, scratch yeah. them all up. Like, but also, like, wouldn't that. that just hurt your ankles yeah. walking he like He that said it was, it? his ski boots were comfortable, but I was like, okay. I mean, I'm sure they're comfortable, but, like, your feet would be so stiff. Like, because yeah. you're, like, just forced in that one position. I hate walking in ski boots. I Walking in ski boots is actually so hard. Yeah. Like, I walk significantly slower than I do normally. Gosh, I, for the last couple years, until last year, I was using my brother's old ski boots. Uh-huh. And they were a little bit too small for me, I think. Okay. And they were so uncomfortable. And every time I would go skiing, it would hurt so bad. But then I finally got my own ski okay, boots. Okay, good. Because, like, 
Oh my gosh. And they're literally the same size, but they just fit my foot better. Yeah. So I don't know what's sense. going on with that. Well, he probably, no, like, it was probably, like, worn in a little bit to his yeah. foot. Um, oh my gosh. My brother and my dad, yeah. I talked about this also on the powder room. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me if I'm repeating myself. <laughs> but they got weekday season tickets, and so that means I cannot go with them. Like, season That's tickets to Crystal. That's so sad. Wait, but can't you so go rude. next week? Yeah, I'm going next week. But, good. I mean, I still have to pay because they only got two. You know, yeah, but it's like I think there's a discount or something. So next week we're gonna go skiing, at That's least so excited. A few times. Okay, I haven't you gone s- yet this year. No, I wasn't gonna ask you. And I wasn't. Sorry. Gonna, I, I was gonna say. Do I was you just s- saying. Do your do you slash your family ski or snowboard? We all ski. Okay, good. No, we. Oh my gosh. So my mom actually broke her knee skiing like some, six years ago, maybe. That's not fun. But she's still kind of traumatized from that, so she hasn't actually gone skiing in a few years. Okay. Okay. Has she well, like no. skied since we, then, or yeah, just yeah. does it regularly? Because we do go, it? we go on like we went to Whistler, we went to Sun Peaks. I love Whistler. And so like she skied there, but she doesn't like go up with us if we just go. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. My yeah. mom is like that too. I mean, she didn't get injured or anything, but she like skis one run and then she's in the cabin the whole time. Yeah, and she loves it. And then, like. I love that for her because I know that if I want to stop skiing, I can just meet up with her and hang out. Like, it's, I always have a backup plan. My mom actually broke her knee on the CAD track when we were going from California to Nevada in Tahoe. Oh my gosh. So, maybe it was a little more than six years ago because we were still living in California at that point. But, interesting. That's, I want to ski in California. I feel like that would be fun. It's kind of like weird because it's so sunny. Like, yeah. I don't remember ever. I mean, okay, this is literally a lie. It definitely <laughs> snowed while I was skiing before in California, but like, yeah. it didn't as much. But sometimes the snow is like fake, and yeah, there's not the season's not as long, but it's still it's like it's so pretty, like pretty. Yeah, that's really true. I actually, yeah, I don't know how I can handle seeing snow in California actually, because apparently like, it was snowing in San Francisco the other day. Really? I don't think it stuck at. It was snowing in London the other day. I saw that. And that was, like, so exciting for me because I don't know if I've ever been, like, paying attention to the news enough to see that it was, like, snowing in London. I don't think it has in a long time. Yeah. that's It doesn't really... I like, mean, it didn't snow a lot, there. right? Like, it snowed, like, an yeah. inch or something? Yeah. Like, how much it snowed here when we got school canceled. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's exciting. Snow is snow. Yeah. And good for them. You know, yeah, good for it. London. <laughs> my aunt was freaking out. They live in Southern California, mm-hmm. and she was like, "It's raining. I don't know what to do." And I was like, oh my gosh, it's been raining here for like a month, like straight. <laughs> like, actually, it hasn't been that rainy this year. No, it like. hasn't. Which but is kind of st- sad. It's still gloomy and cold. Yeah, so. but but my sister's the same way. She lives in um, Arizona now for college. And every, she texts us every time, every single time it rains, and she's like, "It's raining." She sends a video. She sends like a photo like, of herself girl, in the rain in Seattle. I know. I'm like, is it really that surprising? <laughs> like, but like, I mean, love her because it's it's fun seeing. She's usually like with her friends in the photos when she sends, and they're all outside, and it's cute. But Sorry. like, you like you're experiencing you've experienced so much rain before like i don't what's special about arizona rain i guess because it doesn't rain there a lot but still my dad he went to college in arizona too Mm -hmm. and he was actually deciding between university of kansas and university of arizona yeah and he went to go visit kansas and it was like snowing and cold and he looked at the weather in tucson it was like 70 degrees he's like i'm going to tucson i mean that he grew is up in california he's not used to the rain at all when he was that age so yeah i definitely am basing a lot of my college decisions on weather yeah but that's okay that's what you have to do right because you're gonna you gotta, live there you gotta narrow it down somehow you know that's actually so true all right you guys it's been a great show mm-hmm. we've enjoyed hosting for you guys this yeah, morning it's been fun and we're going to send you off with a Jenna Martin, who we saw interviewing Sarah Can earlier, will now be interviewing Deborah Lurie. So here we go. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, 889 The Bridge, it's Jenna Martin, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Deborah Lurie. Deborah Lurie holds a school board position for Mercer Island School District, as well as being an MIHS alumni. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm very excited to talk to you today. To start things off, what is your role on the school board? So what a school board director is, is is we're responsible for setting policy for the school district. 
School districts have local control, meaning Mercer Island gets to choose what our priorities are. And so the school board is uh, primarily responsible for setting that policy, basically setting the big direction. We're then responsible for um, hiring and overseeing the superintendent, who is our only one employee. Superintendent has all of the rest of the employees. And so we monitor our compliance with our priorities and the other actions we want to achieve. Since you are a Mershon High School alumni, what is it like being on a school board for a district that you also attend? You know, I'm really proud of it. It's really fun to be involved in a different way. I mean, I grew up here and so I was involved in all sorts of things. I went to a bunch of the schools and I and then being a parent in the district and then now being on the board. It's just you know, one kind of builds on the other. And it's just, it's really fun. It's fun to walk the halls, um, you know, of my old school, see how things have changed. It's really a different environment, but it reminds me of what a great place it was to grow up and really made the decision of why I wanted to raise my daughter here. It's definitely a different lens than when you were high school. Did you ever see yourself holding one of these positions? I really didn't. When I graduated, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And, I, you know, I always teaching was always in the back of my mind. I, I almost pursued that before going to law school. So, that, you know what? I had no idea in high school what I wanted to do. That's definitely a, something that's hard to decide when you are in high school. Do you have a favorite memory from being on the school board? From being on the school board, you know, the highlight of every year is being at graduation and really getting to watch the culmination of um, all of the students' hard work and being part of that celebration. Anything, frankly, that is associated with students, whether it's, you know, being at an assembly or doing our site visits, going to the schools and seeing, seeing what's happening in the classrooms, those are all my favorite things. To do, you know, it's why we do what we do is to have an impact on our kids' education. I think we all appreciate how much you guys are connected with us because it would be hard if you guys didn't reach out to us and come see us because then you wouldn't understand everything that's going on with us. So we're very appreciative of that. Since you are an alumni, do you have a favorite memory from high school? You know, it's it's interesting that you asked me that right now, seeing as our girl swive just won state. So I was on swim team in high school and. And, you know, I was I was could hold my own mediocre at best, but not a state swimmer. And so what I think and in 1988, Girl Swive won our first high school state championship. And so while I didn't swim at state, I was part of the team. And I think that that's one of the things that I love just about high school and our small town feel is that there's a place for everyone to feel like part of the community. And even if you're not one of the elite, you're still part of the team and you're an important part of the team. And so, you know, that that's a memory that I just that I think about all the time. And then now after the girls did so great this um, weekend and all season, you know, it's just really fun to kind of reminisce and think about those times. It's definitely a full circle moment that they won state this year. So shout out to girls Swy for winning. What is the biggest piece of advice you would give to a high school student? Don't be in a rush to grow up and to figure out, don't be in a rush to figure out what you want to do. Try lots of different things. One of the things I hate about the college scene these days is that everyone feels like they have to say what they're majoring in when you're, what, 17, 18 years old. How do you have any idea when there's so much out there you haven't even experienced yet? So I jumped into a major that I didn't love. And fortunately, it led me to my legal work. But that was a little bit by chance. But go out there, experiment, try different things. Don't be afraid to fail. And you're going to find what you love because the most important thing is that you love what you do because you do it a lot and spend years and years and years doing it. So you got to love what you do. That is great advice. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed your helping of Breakfast on the Bridge, brought to you by our KMIH staff and dedicated to the stories, lives, and people of the Mercer Island community. We hope your dinner was as good as your breakfast on the bridge. And thank you for listening.